Hello, Lamely. We are finally at the end of the Butterfly Triple D. <laughs> you sound honest. You sound so tired. Hello, oh Lamely. It's <laughs> very. It's you know. But part of it is. Look, this is an emotional journey for me. Yeah. Uh, you are listening to me. I am a memoir. The meaning of the meaning of Mariah Carey. Uh, this is Fab and Posh. We are listening to the Butterfly album by Mariah Carey. We have been listening to it for months now. <laughs> <laughs> Partially because of, of it's being an emotional journey for you, but also because each song goes for 12 and a half minutes. <laughs> each song goes for 12 and a half minutes. There are 12 and a half songs on the album. Like, it is a big, meaty album. And every song has, like, 14 remixes and, and a story and a video. on other albums. And it's, yeah, and there's video clips galore. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, so we are finally going to get into the final few tracks of the album. Um, and, uh, I am very afraid that there's only three left and Posh is yet to give his score of zero. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt. There's not a zero. Don't, don't worry. (laughs) Well, it would be a zero in my book. That's true. Um, All right, let's break it on down. Break me on down. So, Fly Away, Butterfly Reprise. This was my first listen. And this is the track that Fab thinks that I'm going to give a low score to. So I, I, I suspected it. Because you were really discombobulated by <laughs> the Daydream interlude. I think I was discombobulated because, one, it was an interlude. I think it threw me. And I just didn't know where Even though to... it's all the length of an entire song. No, exactly. <laughs> and I didn't know... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I knew it, obviously, because that was that's my favourite album so far. But I just, I don't know, I, because I wasn't clubbing at six and seven mm. years old. <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't, I don't no. know. So uh, this was written by Mariah, Elton John, Bernie Taupin and David Morales. I'm, I'm guessing there's some uh, references. There's some sampling yes. Um, and this was actually how the song was initially conceived. Yes. Mariah wanting Butterfly to be this kind of house song. And then thought, oh, actually, no, I'm going to do it as a ballad and call the, the album this. But oh, actually, I still want to do both. I'll do both. Um, yeah. But the interesting thing that this is not an interlude. This is a reprise. A reprise. So you tell me your thoughts before I tell you mine. Well, this is one of 212 uh, Butterfly remixes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the, this is the like, laid back version of Butterfly. <laughs> From yeah. the remix sure. <laughs> EP, because um, it's only about five or six minutes. It's not the full 12, 12 inches, the 12 inch, 12 minute version. Because there are some heavy house versions of okay. this. Like there are some unsa unsa, you know, spread your wings, prepare to fly. You have become a butterfly. <laughs> um, and I love the kind of churchy vocals. I love that it's kind of. Even though it's a house beat, it's like a it's a very David Morales remix. Like it is, you know, what I've been loving since the Dream Lover remix. Like I love all of them. 
Um, like the ones for my all. Uh, the fact that she sang one at the Davis Live concert is <laughs> I love. Um, but yeah, I I love that it's kind of churchy and it's you know all of her David Morales remixes sound like her and the Price Sisters just going to church at a disco. <laughs> I think I've been to that church. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Adelaide. <laughs> They've got a lot of churches going to convert someone to disco. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I love it. I like you know I love all of these David Morales remixes, but this one, yeah, I'm really fascinated to to know that she wanted it to be yeah. that this was the original version. Did you not know that? No. Oh, there you go. I'm always excited no. when I bring something new to you. Yes. <laughs> no. I mean, like I said, this was when my stand-up career started started kicking sure. off. So Mar- Mariah Carey albums were, oh, I love this album. And uh, I'm waking up in the morning. It's like, oh, I was listening to that last night. <laughs> <laughs> Who's um, that next home, to me? <laughs> getting home at three o'clock in the morning from a gig. Like, you know, tragedy. Uh, and I was working in pubs. Um, yeah. I mean, great. <laughs> if you like, if you work at a pub, that's great. We love you. No, it's fun when you're in your twenties, but I'm fifty now. <laughs> I loved it then, but now I would not love it. Um, also, a lot of regular named music going on there at gay bars. Late <laughs> <nights>. <laughs> oh lord! But, but yeah, I love I love this so much. Like I love the the churchy vibe. I love the the dance vibe like it's you know it is a 4am club Woo, let's have fun kind of house track and i yeah it's it's brilliant and i love that she puts them on the album like it's like oh i'm not ashamed of what i do after hours no darling <laughs> i may not know their I'm name but they're going on the album <laughs> <laughs> i love this shit um so yeah this was one of those moments and because it felt like it like for me it worked really well on daydream so i was like you know that that remix of fantasy and i was like yeah yeah but it was such a surprise that it was butterfly because you assumed it would be honey yeah yeah i can see that and the dance mix of honey is good but it's you know this is great like this is it's kind of got an ambient feel to it like it's you know very even though it's kind of very housey of the time it's still reminiscent of kind of more modern electronica like it's got a you know, because it's very vocal, I guess. But yeah, I love it. It's, it's, yeah. And it is a perfect place for it. Like it's, we've just come out of a batshit crazy ballad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a, a big screaming key change mania fit into nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a similar thing to on, on Daydream, forever into Daydream yeah. interlude. All right. And how did you feel about it? I'm just going to tear the band-aid off, right? Yeah. I'm going to give you it. I'm going to give you the score before I tell you what yeah. I thought of it. So I gave this one a 4.25. What? <laughs> it is not the one that gets the lowest score. It's not score. the one. So this one I I did still feel like it was a little bit random, but I did enjoy it more than Daydream Interlude. I thought it was a better build. Um yeah. I think what I realized with listening to this one was I think I prefer the remixes that even if it's really different, there is still ele- more elements of the original. Sometimes it yeah, goes yeah, so yeah. far the other way that I just don't feel it. I did feel it here because she had the the church sisters sing it. 
So it did anchor me to the original much more than than Daydream Interludes. So I just wanted to scare you with... (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I think I only gave um, Daydream Interlude a three and a half. So this got 4.25. So it's still quite a decent score, especially for me. (laughs) (laughs) But I just wanted to terrify you into thinking it was this one. <laughs> so you know I love the dancey one. I know. I didn't think you'd pick this one, but then it kind of makes sense because you were so scared I'd not like it. Yeah. So what I am assuming this is a, a flyaway finity for you. Oh, uh, this is yeah, this is a dance finity. <laughs> <laughs> this is club finity. <laughs> this is a club finity remix. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> this is we're getting tired at this point and just things are starting to be stupid. <laughs> We just started this episode. I mean, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I'm so, I'm so fresh, so fresh down here at the bum end of the album. But so you enjoyed it. I I'm did. Not, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, there you go. I'm glad you liked it. Well, then that fills me with hope because I was terrified that when we eventually get around to doing our uh, twelve inches of twelve yeah. minutes. That you're just going to be like, I've listened to 18 of them and they all went for 20 <laughs> minutes and I don't know why you love them That so could much. still happen. <laughs> I used to take a lot of drugs back yeah, in the old days. That could still happen. These were amazing. I don't want to say that won't happen. <laughs> I took a lot of drugs when I was in my 20s and I really fucking love these songs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are we ready for the, is it the penultimate? Song of yeah, the second album? last penultimate, maybe which is last. great. <laughs> which is <laughs> English lessons. Um, so it is the beautiful ones. Feet Drew Hill, which was a first yes. listen for me, and I believe Drew Hill. Cisco. I was going to say Cisco is uh, Drew Hill is not a person. Is that correct? Drew no, Hill it's is a, a band. Group. Yes. Yeah, and it's got and thong Cisco song. Is Cisco is in Drew Hill before the thong song. Right. Pre thong song Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what happened to post thong song. <laughs> I know they got in Crisco. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the hampers. Um, <laughs> and so this is a Prince cover. Tell me, tell yes. me, did you know the original? It's from the, the Purple Rain album. Yes. Um, the soundtrack. Uh, no, I was not. Like, I loved Prince. Like, again, I liked his singles, but I never really bought the albums. Um and I was not a big like I loved when Doves Cry. Yeah. I loved all the singles that came out of Purple Rain, but I was not a. I didn't buy the album. Yeah. Um, but uh, this song made me go, oh, maybe I should get that album. And you know the other thing, all of the songs other pe- of his that other people have done. Like there's a Prince song on Celine Dion's first album, which is <laughs> there's an her. there's an everyone song on Celine Dion's <laughs> albums. <laughs> It's a She's lot like, of Walter Afanasi. If it moves, like he, if it moves, I'll cover it. He produced the fucking Beauty and the Beast song for Christ's sake. Yeah. If, if, Afanasi if was busy. So like Dion <laughs> just thinks if it moves, I'll cover it. <laughs> um, you know what I love about this is that, you know, we've broken the back of kind of rock ballads. Yes, um, sure. And now it's like, no, I'm going to cover a Prince song. I'm going to cover an album track yeah. from a Prince song. Like. Yeah. Uh, and songs that you go, oh, yeah, that's it sounds like a Prince song. Like, you know, when you first hear it, it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it sounds like a Prince song. This is the song on this album that for a while I only listened to this song. Really? I you only didn't listen listened to any of the others. I didn't listen to any How of the funny. others because I love the fucking build of it. Like the drama. Like it just starts of like small, grows yeah. a little bit. 
grows it. And then by the end of it, it's like screaming on my knees. Cisco <laughs> screaming his own name for some reason. <laughs> Patty. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is epic. Like, it just, it grow, And it doesn't, like, I think this is your problem with um, whenever you call, is that it's like, here's the key change. It has to happen now. Yes, yeah. Whereas with this song, like, it just fucking builds to the point where you're like, when did we get here? Yeah, yeah, for like, sure. Like, there was no moment where we just suddenly were in this yes. screaming, you know, everyone is singing, every every instrument is playing. It is a big, loud, incredible noise. And... Yeah, I just loved that dramatic build. I just went I just went through this period where I would listen to this song and then I would listen to Funeral for a Friend, Love Lies Bleeding by Elton John, which does the same thing, which is 14 minutes. Oh, my God. Like It's like it's instrumental for about 10 or oh 12 minutes and then goes me. into Love Lies Bleeding. It's like, how did... How how is there a, how is there singing now? There was no singing for twelve minutes, and now there's vocals. Oh yeah, this is Elton John. What I is don't... happening? <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's a print song from the eighties, it's it's kind of got the structure of like a like a seventies rock anthem where you know like um like White Rabbit, yeah, you know the <laughs> the Jefferson Airplane song. Like it's just like you know it starts off like this thing, and by the time you get to the end, you're like I. I don't remember us agreeing to be here. <laughs> <laughs> but we're here. What day and is I it? kind of love it. Because <laughs> it happened, like, it is a really delicate balance. Like, not many people are able to do a, a slow and steady climb. Like, yeah. it is, like, structure. I mean, it's Prince. He's a fucking genius songwriter. But, yeah, just, you know, for the production to match it, for the vocals to match it, for everything to all kind of crescendo at the same time is impressive did mariah and prince ever write together i don't know i don't think so i feel like that's a thing that should have happened yeah but you know madonna and prince wrote together and it was a terrible terrible mess oh what was it what song was that uh it ended up being they did a song called love song and then a song called act of contrition on they're on like a prayer but yeah it was just not i think he was trying to push her in a way she didn't want to go yeah sure and yeah, and the same thing I think happened with Madonna tried to do a song with Michael Jackson at one point. She tried to push him somewhere. He didn't want to go. Oh like this, you know. I know that sounds terrifying. I know. Uh, I think that was the song in the closet. And oh, like, okay. Just, yeah, it was weird. Um, just, oh, interesting. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think it's just yeah. Like you hear this and you're like, oh, why? Why didn't she work with Prince? Like this yeah, is. Yeah, I, like I would have been real... interested to hear them write together. Yeah, it's a great synergy, and but yeah, this was, you know, it's like sometimes with albums, you have a song where you're like, oh, this is a, this is my favorite song, and and I thought it was interesting that this was the choice of a cover. Like I'm going to do a Prince song, and yeah. I'm not I'm not going to do when does cry. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm going to do the song that he sings begging. Uh, from the stage in the movie, like that's. I would love Mariah singing "Cream." <laughs> Just if I, get on all top. of a sudden, <laughs> but squealing, get on top. <laughs> Do you know what I? You know what I love is that um, <laughs> the the. I feel like this podcast has come in a weird circle. So this song was written for Apollonia, um, apparently. 
uh, who Prince was in love with. Oh, no, written for Vanity. Vanity, sorry. Apollonia's in the movie. He sings it to Apollonia in the movie. But he wrote it for Vanity, who he was in love with. Um, And so she was in Vanity 6. And then she got replaced by Apollonia from the movie in Apollonia 6. Which I gave. Remember I gave something Infinity 6? And you're like, what the fuck does that even mean? And I tried to explain the Vanity Apollonia thing. Yeah, here we are. Right. <laughs> See, it all comes back. All of our garbage that we spew <laughs> eventually comes back around. <laughs> oh my but God. yeah, I must have. I remember listening to that Purple Rain album, but I don't remember this song kind of impacting me as much okay. as some of the other songs on it. Like, yeah, sure. Because it was like it was a tape that flew around at school for ages. <laughs> But yeah, I think it's just yeah. I and again, I think it's also the synergy of her vocals with Cisco's vocals. They are pretty spectacular. Like they are really both reaching for it. Um, yeah, I mean, Cisco has a he loves a key change as well. I think the thong song oh, has a belty. He oh, <laughs> what I find so funny is that song. He's singing the crap out of it. But then yeah. you're like, but you're singing about thongs. Yeah, like, thong, 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 it's like thong. I don't think you heard me. <laughs> it's like yeah, no idea. It's like. <laughs> He's like, I'm. I've got a set of pipes, and I am not afraid to use not them, even on this song about G strings. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, imagine that rimming you just quietly. Um, <laughs> the key change, Lord. <laughs> but just when they get to the down on my knees, down on my knees. That's the other thing. Her vocals are so urgent. Like there is. Like, she's interpreting this song in the same way she's written The Roof and the same way she has um, delivered uh, My All. Like, there is, like, a yearning, like a kind of... And, you know, in the book where she's talking about, you know, the sister loved me, the father loved me. Yes. I feel like this is, I feel like this is the song How about that. Really? Well, because the, the song is, like... the. I mean, the moment in the film is, like the character he's singing to is with someone else and he's trying to sing to her the beautiful ones hurt you all the time like that man like i know i'm the short weird man on stage (laughs) (laughs) but i'm better than him because he will hurt you sure and it's like that's kind of the i feel like it would have been too obvious if she was if she sang a song called the sister loved me, the mother loved me, the, the father, father loved, loved me. me. It was perfect. Could have been perfect. Could have been perfect, darling. Smash. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels like that kind of energy. But yeah. So is this the one you hated? So I've sat here going, I wonder if he thinks I'm going to give it to this one <laughs> or to the next one. What what song am I going to give the record low score to? <laughs> so I will read you what I wrote for this. Go. This is far, far too long. The loops just go on and on. Seven minutes of this? No, never again. Reminds me of It's a Hard Knock Life, which I also hate. Preferred Prince's version. (laughs) See? If it didn't go for seven minutes, there would be a sudden upswing in tempo and screaming. And it'd be like, well, how do we... This is annoying. It needs to be this long because of the slow No, no, no. Do you know what it is? It's the plonky plonk. It reminds me of It's a Hard Knock Life, which I hate. I hate that song. The the one from Annie? Yeah, can't. Both. All of them. Gwen Stefani. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) wait, what? What do you mean? Did she do the Hard Knock Life? No. I think Jay-Z did it. 
Oh, Jay. But uh, yeah, I don't like that version either. I don't like oh, okay. that sound. I don't like it in this Oh, song. no, she did fucking Fiddler on the Roof. She did, <laughs> yes, yeah. And Sound of Music. Um, oh, yeah, she did the, the Lonely Goat Turd. Yeah. So, yeah, look, I don't like It's a Hard Knock Life, which this reminds me of. I Why listened. It, I don't know. It's how the it clunky tink, 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 tink. Oh, the kind of the, the Prince syncopated. Yeah. yeah the, do you not like? Yeah. I listened to Prince's version and it just made more sense to me. I didn't love it, but it made more sense because he's screaming it in his way. Um, yep. But I just, I tried it again and again. I just couldn't do it. I'm oh, not a uh, nope. So I, I gave it my a, favorite song. <laughs> I gave you ready for the score? <laughs> it's zero. Did you get a zero? No, I gave it a two. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Oh, to infinity. This is this is this is like when you hated Melt Away. I don't know. I love Melt Away. You hated Melt Away. I know. (laughs) I didn't hate Melt Away. I love Melt Away. I just didn't love it as much as you did. I fucking love this song. This is my favorite song on the album. How (laughs) have you? You have heard it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that it goes for seven minutes. But can we also... Do you remember how I talked about how I love a 12-minute yeah, remix that goes for 12 you minutes? Like, do you also like a seven-minute seven-inch? <laughs> I love a seven-minute seven-inch. Like, but I, like I said, the, the control of the build, you know, by the time you get to the end of that seven minutes, you're like, oh, I have invested a lot of time in this and this is fucking paying off now. See... It, <laughs> Cisco is screaming his own name. <laughs> No, see, I invested all that time, and by the end of it, I'd bled out in the bath. Oh, uh, no. You've, you don't understand it. You can't love it the way I love it. You know what, though? The lowest score goes to a song that was not written by Mariah Carey. Yeah. So, you know, you can't, I get you can't hate it. I understand that. Like, yeah. But, yeah, it's a, it was a brave choice. I am to curious to see what other people think of this song. Oh. Maybe they'll I mean, say, I, oh, you feel, you're so dumb, Posh. What are you doing? Or they'll be like, finally, someone said it. Someone said it about, about the seven-minute Prince cover. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. I'm going to get, I'm gonna, I know I'm going to get hate for it. I don't care. <laughs> I, I just, I tried, guys. All right, I did. No, but I want you to go back and listen to it again. No, listen out. No, I, listen literally, out I literally said, no, never again. <laughs> listen out for Cisco singing his own name. It's like, it's like years okay. before Jason Derulo, Derulo thought to sing just, his own name and then name his child after himself. Yeah, did he? He named his child Jason Derulo. Oh, my God. So now he can pick it up well, and go, Jason Derulo. That's, <laughs> that's a great example of people who should not have children. Um, it's just because of that. I'm sure he's a great dad, but no. Um, Cisco. <laughs> God. Just. You want to throw me away? <laughs> oh, Sorry. You're gonna make you're gonna make me lower the score. <laughs> <laughs> I just honestly, yeah, no, I don't. I just kind of I sat there baby, going, please, what? Baby. What were they thinking? And I went back to thinking, was the original like this? And I. I don't know. There was something about the original. It's the same song, but it's just because it's Prince and it makes sense for Prince. Oh, and you know, Prince is batshit. Prince did everything on that song. Like sure. he plays like all, every yeah. single instrument, even He's the hard knock like, life shit. <laughs> yeah, he does all of it. That it's all it's all Prince, the whole thing. Um, yeah, because he's. A genius. So I look. I am sorry to the Lamley who hate my guts, but you probably did anyway. Um, <laughs> but at least I didn't give that lower score to this next song. You didn't even ask for my score. Well, I didn't want to hear it. it would have gone for seven fucking minutes, uh, <laughs> and had plonky plonk hard knock life shit going on in the background. 
It'll be Siskfinity. <laughs> no, it's on my knees, Finity. <laughs> God. On my knees, on my knees. Oh, it's so I don't even good. know. If, I can't even remember Mariah singing on it. Oh, she I've just. It out. You've got like you have to go. It's so good. Look, go and listen to it again. Nah. <laughs> Ah, it's so good. So, why would I hurt myself in that way? It's because it's the best song. It's, not, it's an amazing song. It's not it the builds best song. and it Are you saying that the builds. best song is the one that Mariah didn't write? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying. I think that's what you said. It's, well, it's Mariah and Prince together. Except Prince isn't Finally. there. Yeah, he Maybe he hated it. it. <laughs> he probably did. <laughs> no, he did not give permission to songs to be recorded if he hated them. There are a few people who wanted to do his songs. He's like, mm, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like what you've done with that. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for the finale? The finale. The, the, the non-penultimate? <laughs> the, no- the ultimate. <laughs> Outside, written by Mariah and Walter Snuffleupagus. And obviously this song has mentions throughout the book, darling. Yes. Mariah has said it's about being multiracial and feeling like I came from another planet because I never knew anyone in the exact same position as me. So for me... Look, lyrically, I really, really like it. Yes. The thing that doesn't quite work for me is the production. Mm-hmm. I think because we've just come off the back of Daydream mm. with such a powerful ending, both lyrically and melodically and, and production-wise. Mm. I think this has all of the right stuff, lyrically, vocally, just the production I wish was a little stripped back. And I actually wrote down, is there a stripped back version? Has she done it acoustic somewhere? Because I, I think I'd really like to hear her sing it really, really raw. Like like vanishing, just the piano. Yeah, just like... Uh, or like my all, just really... I think what it is, is it's it's all there, but it's I'm kind of having to search for it, if that makes sense. Yeah, Rather the than, weird electronic piano is not my favourite thing. Yeah. So I, I, it's reading the lyrics in the book, I was like, wow, I'm really looking forward to this one, you know? Um, and I think I had listened to it out of context as well. Yeah. But listening to it on the album was the whole thing. I was like, just doesn't give me the same uh, impact, I suppose, yeah. as looking in. Um, not that every album has to finish that way, uh, no. but that was so powerful that then having an, a song like this that has equally powerful lyrics yeah. and just slightly not quite, you wanted, I wanted to like it more than I did, but I did like it. I should say that. I didn't hate it. Um, yeah. I but you, was, yeah. I think you... Maybe because of where it's placed in the album, you're expecting more from it. Maybe, yeah. yeah. And I think because of the influence that it's had over the Lambly as well. Like, I know yeah, so many yeah, people. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I think anyone who's felt on the outside can relate to it. And I think... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's why I wanted that. Like, the, the it didn't have to be the same as looking in. I don't like to compare songs that directly, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And expect it to be something else. Um, but, yeah, I just... I, I really would love to hear it just as Mariah and a microphone. Um, yeah singing it almost on her own yeah it's i mean it i, I think it suffers from the afanasiefness of it yeah and we and have I, you, you know a lot of the ones that i'm not loving of the production is often yeah him In, and yeah him kind of like it's it's almost like she's fighting his really populist um tendencies yeah i think another thing that harms this song in a way from being the kind of big finale to the album that we had on the last album is that you've just come off a really energetic and muscular production from the beautiful ones. Like it's a big, 
you know, it's a lot of sound. Like, it's a lot of singing. It's a lot of production. Like, it's a big song. Um, and so then you get this kind of... <laughs> <laughs> like, it's all plinky-plonk, but he's found a different instrument. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. Like, the lyrical content is amazing. I think it is technically a really good song but yeah i think it's it's just not produced as well as some of the other stuff on the album and it's kind of um i can imagine if it had a bit more oomph to it then swapping this around with close my eyes would have made sense i i was just thinking i almost wish she'd put this as an acoustic version on the rarities yeah because I think this would have transformed even more than Close My Eyes. Because Close My Eyes yeah. is already good, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, but then mm. maybe, you know, maybe part of the reason it's produced like that is because, you know, it is a, a lyrically amazing song. But maybe it's just not structurally as gutsy as as Close My Eyes. Yeah. Like it's and And that could be just, you know, her trying not to get in the way of what she's saying. Like going, I don't want to obfuscate the the lyrics with doing anything too gymnastic. And maybe she was hiding it a little bit. Yeah, maybe. So that it was only the real, like, you know, the people really paying attention. Yeah. I mean, you know. Into you, it. Yeah. Maybe that's, you know, like, you know, as we found from reading the book, Tommy was constantly trying to get her to obfuscate mm-hmm. her race. Um and, you know, the record company were always like, oh, we don't know how to sell someone who's biracial. Like, that was like a an actual problem for her. So, yeah, maybe part of it is like, well, if I kind of stick it down the back of the album. Yeah. Afanasi effort. <laughs> effort to death. Uh, <sighs> then it's still, it's still there. It still exists and it's still saying what I want it to say. But. I'm not drawing too much attention to it. I mean, that could be yeah. entirely subconscious. Like, yeah, for, yeah, yeah, sure. Surely she's trying to make everything the best it could possibly be. Um, but yeah, I do really love this song, though. Like, I think it is a beautiful, like what it's saying is really quite affecting. And especially, you know, we're talking about the days before I certainly had no friends who liked Mariah. Like, I have more yeah, people sure. who like Mariah Carey now in yeah. my life than I ever did before me like <laughs> it's just me it's <laughs> just you um no like but like you know my friends at work like you know people who grew up in the 90s and who grew up with mariah kind of there are people who just love her unapologetically yeah and absolutely adore her and my mortgage broker loves her <laughs> <laughs> that's like why i bought the house yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just like oh i love mariah Carey. like just whenever like she comes up and you know there's pictures of her around the house and stuff um, but you know he's like oh i fucking love mariah whenever she comes um, up which is constantly <laughs> all the time have you ever watched um love on the spectrum no oh i started watching it last night and it's um, amazing everyone it's says amazing. it's so good and there was two particular people on a date and they were talking about music. Do you like music? And yeah. um, they, they said, yeah, I do. Who, who's your favourite artist? And he goes, I really love Kylie Minogue. And then she goes, oh, I love her. And I was like, oh, I might marry them. <laughs> this is the perfect date. <laughs> and I'd feel the same if it was Mariah as well. But it was just so exciting to see people so, yeah, unashamedly love yeah. something. And, yeah. and to get excited about it on the same level. But, like, even when I was working in gay bars, people weren't really into Mariah. But, like, you know, like... 
yeah. I was. Um, but people were kind of like, you know, they liked regular named people. Um, <laughs> you know what? Some of it may be that obviously early Mariah, even if it wasn't targeted, although I dare say it was by the label, she was sort of marketed as an Adele style. Yeah, so, yeah the kind of middle of the, the road. Yeah, yeah nothing too... People in their 30s. Yeah, like, nothing I was, too... I was 19, loving Mariah. All of my 19-year-old friends were like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the people who had their sort of finger on the pulse around this time started to see her very differently. Yeah. Um, but she would have still had a lot of the mainstream, um, you know, people viewing her that way. Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily quote unquote cool yeah. to listen to Mariah. So yeah, I guess at the time when you felt like if you felt like I'm the only person I know who likes Mariah and you hear this song and you go, That's me. I yeah. am alone. I am out I feel like I'm outside everyone else. Yeah. Um and that's certainly how the song kind of resonated for me. Like weirdly, like it was like she was singing to me about being a fan of Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's what it was. <laughs> Absolutely. She said a like, lot of people came up, like a lot of gay people came up to her and said that for them it was about being in the closet. For her, yeah. it was about race. And then she said, and for Adam, it was about being my fan. Yeah. <laughs> Me being a Mariah fan amongst a whole bunch of, you know, on the gay side, I had a whole bunch of Kylie fans. And in my, you know, the other half of my life, Everyone seemed to like the Pearl Jams. See, the like funny that. thing is, for me, that that artist for me was Kylie. Yeah. Like, it was not cool to like Kylie. So it's just interesting how. Oh, if you're at a gay bar, you know. that's everyone loves Kylie. Well, that's true. No one loved Mariah. I think the thing that's difficult. She could actually the, see. The, the, the thing that's difficult. <laughs> I was going to say the thing that's difficult being a Kylie fan is people always feel the need to tell you that she can't sing, and it's like, it's like yeah, we know. That's why we like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For this song, so for me, I kind of almost gave it two scores because I thought that the version we got, I gave it a 4.25 and then said that that's the production's fault. Um, (laughs) But a stripped back version, I would give Infinity. Yeah. Um, For me, it's on the cusp of Infinity. Like, I I like it, but, you know, I've just come out of the epic seven and a half minutes of The Beautiful Ones and I'm exhausted. Um... (laughs) And I love it. It's you I'm know, exhausted it's, for different reasons. It's it says a lot to me, and I love I love what she's saying, and I I think it's a, a but yeah, it's just on the cusp. And you know, there's so many amazing songs on this album. It's like it's hard to make them all infinity. I mean, you gave it a good crack. I but... nearly did. <laughs> I really nearly did. All right, this does bring us to the end of the album. So I do have some overall thoughts, and I thought I'll read you my <laughs> lengthy paragraph, and then you can interject with your own thoughts and feelings and and whatnot. Mm. All right. So I, I said that on my first full listen, I don't know if I was here for it. I, I was like, <laughs> and I got really nervous that it, like that I was going to get like double DP cancelled, like. <laughs> I was like, I'm worried that there's not going to be enough infinities or enough high scores to survive what is, you know, said to be one of the the ultimate Mariah Mm. albums. Um, And I think that was probably because I was, because I was so worried about it, it sort of Mm. maybe uh, tainted my listen a little bit. Yeah. Um, But for the second listen, I did relax a lot more into it and sort of was able to take it in as a whole piece, if that makes sense. And most of the scores jumped up. Yeah. Um, So... 
this is what I was talking about before where I said I'm going to go a little bit into how I listen because it sort of made me think, what is it about the way I listen to songs that, that A, makes me the harder marker, but also, you know, on a, an album like this that is seen as so pivotal, mm. why am I tougher on it? Um, so I said that for me, production and melody are the first thing I hear. Yeah. So my first listen to any song, it's like, do I like this melody? Do I like this production? Sometimes I'll really, really like it. And then I listen to it later and go, oh, actually, the song's a bit shit. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it sounded good, but now I'm not sure. Other times, I'm not so sure. I go, oh, I don't know. And then I actually start to listen to the lyrics and all of that. So I think second listen to me is usually where I actually listen to the lyrics. What are they talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. I hear about it. Obviously, I hear some of it in the first listen. Yeah. But, but that's when I kind of focus in. And I didn't realize I did it this way. And then sort of by the time I'm listening, maybe the third or fourth time, that's when I'm taking the whole the song in as, as an entire song and sort of making a judgment on it there. So I think some of Mariah's more complicated melodies and ideas initially don't gel with me because I need time to hear those nuances. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, like love, that takes time. Oh. Um, so sometimes I do sort of shy to away from... To when you're hurting so much. Right. <laughs> so sometimes I think I shy away from the deep dives because I feel like I'm either forcing it like, I have to like this one. Or maybe I just don't have the time to get into that headspace. You know, because obviously... And, and equally, like, you know, you're... Like, you're listening to these as whole albums for the first time. Yeah, for sure. Whereas, you know, this is... Like I said, this is an album that I listen to forever and ever. And The Beautiful One sometimes was just the only song I would listen to. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I want to hear that. I want to hear a song that goes for seven it goes minutes for as and long ends as with whole album. screaming. And, I mean, that does show even... My, you know, the, the main album that I'd really listened to was Daydream and look at all the infinities I gave it. So, yeah. you know, love takes time. Um, yeah. So I think when I do, because as we've talked about, sometimes albums are emotional and yeah. they take you on a journey or sometimes a song doesn't resonate and then something happens to you and suddenly it makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. So I think when I'm going in and listening just before we're recording, that does make it a little... harder for me to have that connection but the fact is even with you know however many songs we've listened to so far only one of them has gotten a score under three so that's pretty good um Mm. but i think with this particular it wasn't a mariah carey it wasn't written by mariah carey um what i really liked about this album in particular was the lyrical changes the way she Mm -hmm. was sort of pushing that and i actually think the videos helped me get it a little more seeing that not only had mariah's um, you know, melodies and, and structures changed, but the way she was presenting herself had changed. Um, and I think particularly in the roof, I really noticed that because yeah. I was seeing just the look in her eyes. I don't know, there was something about it that I was like, oh, this means something to her. Yeah. Um, and and now not only that, but people are starting to respect her as the artist that she wants to be, not the artist they perceive her as. I honestly think that's part of her not belting a song for an entire three and a half sure. minutes. Yeah. Is her going, no, I think this one deserves my respect. Like, I yeah. mean this song. Yeah. Like, the ones that she doesn't mean, it's like, okay, I'm just going to scream it scream for it. an yeah. hour and a half. <laughs> like, like the end of The Beautiful One. Um. <laughs> she's having a fight with Cisco. It's right. amazing. Um, Cisco! So, <laughs> Why is the... this her name? I don't understand. <laughs> Patty! Um <laughs> So sort of seeing Mariah more in control and more in touch with herself was was a way of kind of helping me connect to the album maybe quicker than other people. Mm. You know, people had more time. Um, as I said earlier, I don't I don't mind longer songs. I do mm. kind of get that 
you sort of want some songs to be a journey. So I actually don't mind that a lot of them were quite long, but sometimes I think you need to indulge and other times I think you need a little restraint. And there were maybe a couple of songs on which I would have personally just chopped them down a little. But thankfully there are some radio edits in, in the videos and things like that. Um, I think also this was... Um like, I know when her first album came out when CDs were new. Sure. Um, but I think this was the first one of... They weren't really pressing vinyls much Yeah, anymore. so there wasn't as much of a time So there wasn't like a, oh, we so can only fit side this many two. songs on. And yeah, they all that's have true. to... Like, six of them have to lose about four minutes. Yeah, so maybe she just was a bit fit. excited. To- it's just like... It's a CD. Just I'm jam everything on everything. there. Yeah, great. Just put it all on and there. So that's the thing. That's not really something that usually bothers me that much. I just think there was a few... When it's one after the other, after the other, after the other, that slightly gets in there. Um, but that's, the other that's, thing- that's the other reason I think that they were... That I found it weird that they were trying to turn them into singles because I was like... They said, not why are you doing that? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I, I love them all where they are on the album, but I don't... You know, I either listen to the whole album yeah. or I... I don't want to pick one of them out and listen to it separately kind of thing. Yeah, that sure. Sense. Yeah. Except for the beautiful ones. So I want to hear that for a second. I mean, that, that's a choice. Um, <laughs> but one thing that surprised me was, and maybe because it's I, firstly, we'd just listen to Daydream, but I also know what's to come. Yeah. I didn't feel like this was some huge shift in terms of the, the sound. Like I didn't go, oh my God, all of a sudden, it's this huge no. urban shift. I think because, mainly because it feels natural. Yeah. And because we do know the album tracks from Daydream. So yeah. I was like, I don't see this as a huge departure that some people, particularly in the mainstream, have labelled it as. Um, but I will say, going in, I was thinking that this was going to take the Fantasy Remix and Long Ago and put yeah. them on steroids. That's what right. I was picturing. That's and that what is not going to be. No. Yeah, that's not what we get. And I'd actually argue that while she lyrically dug much deeper... Mm-hmm. I don't think there was anything on this album that wouldn't have worked on Daydream. No, I, I think she she digs deeper lyrically. I think vocally she's making much braver choices than she yeah. would have done in the past. And um, maybe broader choices as well. Yeah. Like, rather, yeah. Like her, like her choices in whenever you call, like the you know her vocal choices to go. This is how I'm singing a big ballad. Yeah. Like. I know how you think I should sing a big ballad, but I'm Mariah Carey and I'll do what the fuck I like. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I like the kind of weird left turns she's taken. Like, they're not... Like like you say, like, you know, we we heard the start of this in a couple of tracks on Yeah, and I think what I was expecting was for this, this album to blow them out of the park, but I don't think it necessarily did. That's not a criticism. It's more just saying those songs are also really good. Yeah. Like, I don't... I, I didn't sort of think, oh, it just trampled them. No. <laughs> I don't think it does. And that's, I think some people have that attitude. And I, yeah, wouldn't, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't agree with that. Yeah. It's, I think what it is, is that it, it, it was the album she spent more time on. Like, it feels like she cared about it more. And I think it is kind of like, it's the ascendance of her as an artist and moving away from the work she's been doing with Walter yeah. Afanasiev. Yeah, sure. And before Do that, you know, Ben Margulies. It's, it's funny. The two songs I wrote down that I felt had the most progression overall mm. was My All, which is the yep. end of the Afanasiev, and then The Roof. Yeah. They were the two songs that I was like, this is where, if you took everything else away, this is where the shift 
really yeah. happen because it's like here is everything and nothing that you've known of me and Walter yeah. in my all and then here's something that you've not heard at all. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it. Uh, I feel like the only thing really missing from this album is some more Jermaine Dupri like that. Is yeah. You know what? I almost, because when I looked at that Missy Elliott, the, what song was that? Baby Doll? Baby Doll, yeah. I looked up that song that My Boo at Night I Think of You. Yeah. Um, when I discovered that that was Jermaine, I was like, oh, if he'd produced that with oh, Missy, yeah. Yeah. it would have, we, I, you know, infinity. <laughs> <laughs> it is a big deal for Mariah. Like it is a big change for her because there's way more on this than there is on, say, Daydream. I think the big change for her is um, like lyrically saying what she's really thinking, yeah, and and just trying things and being allowed to put them on, like the rap features and things like yeah. that. But I think as a because they were like I, they were not actually on the Daydream album; they were only on no, the that's remixes. true. Um, like here, you've got you know Crazy Bone and Wishbone. You've got Drew Hill singing the shit out of a Prince song. You've got. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like you, the roof is ve- like even though it's like the the guest rapping is on the single, like it's it's using a really heavy sample, yeah, uh, from a rap song. So it's you know there's a lot more on here that, and also honey, like it's yeah. <laughs> and I think that's the thing. Like I'm I'm surprised. I thought as a fan, I wasn't jarred by it. It didn't kind of no, no, oh no. my god. Um, I was like this. No. Yeah, okay, this makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, it's like it. It just seems like not a big shift because we've looked at all of the the singles. But sure. looking at this as an album, like if you just li- if you just listen to those two albums back to back with none of the, you know, none of the singles, none of the videos, none of the anything, it's like oh, this is quite a bit different, other than maybe a couple of samples on long ago. <laughs> yeah. And- <laughs> And you know and, what? I think I said daydream. in our episode um, long ago, I would not be mad if that had a rap. Yeah, it would be great. Um, so yeah, I I think it is. Yeah, it is. It is still her, you know, transforming into the Mariah we know and love today. And I think that's what I'm curious about. What happens next? Yes. Well, some well yeah, things. there might be some difficult things. All right, some, so let's some difficult up. problems happen oh, yeah, next. Some, re- some regular <laughs> problems. Um, <laughs> we've still got one more chapter before that, though. Um, mm. Okay, so let's smash it with a favorite song. I think I know your one. Uh, <laughs> look, it's hard because I love love Honey, of course. Butterfly is you know is still a soaring, amazing piece of work. Are we just going and, back through the album? <laughs> And the butterfly reprise, like "Fly Away," is one of my favorite tracks of all time. I love the roof. I love my. I love. I do love all of it. I can't like. If I had to pull one out, it probably would be the beautiful ones, just because I love that build. I love that. I love her soaring vocals. I love her kind of having a vocal battle with Cisco. I, li- I, I literally don't remember the vocals. I think I had just passed out by that point. Yeah, because you decided <laughs> you hated it before it started. And no, then I you tried. Just spent six minutes not wanting to hear it. Why? You, that's why I was late because I was trying to listen <laughs> to it. <laughs> Am I going to get a voicemail when you listen to it tomorrow and you like? Nah, it? I'm not going to listen to it ever again. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so my favorite is. My all. My all. Um, I know it's a little cliche, but I literally only discovered this song like 12 months ago. So. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. 
Um, and least favorite. I mean, it's no surprise. It's the beautiful ones. What would you say? Oh, and I wrote in brackets, 4th of July, got a reprieve. Because <laughs> 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 that was written in that slot until I got there. Um, so what would your least favorite if you had to choose? If I had to leave one behind on the desert island, because I'm taking all the other songs with me, it's either 4th of July or Baby Doll. Maybe I'll leave the 4th of July. Okay. <laughs> Look, we agreed on a Let's thing. Let's leave Walter. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Snuffle Up again. Goodbye, Walter. <laughs> all right. And an overall score. So from this one, I actually had to put all my scores into like an average calculator. because I Because oh, really? I was like, well, where I struggled was I'd given, um, I think. But you can, you can love an album and not like any of the songs in particular. Like I, I, I do have albums where I'm like, I don't love any one of those songs in particular, but really? I love this album. Oh, that's funny. No, I don't. I don't know. Maybe my brain doesn't work like that. Yeah. I, and I, of course, I'm putting everything up against each other as well. So you had Daydream yeah, yeah. that was Infinity. I think um, the others were sitting around sort of the four out of five, as in debut and music box. And then, or mm. maybe three point, oh, sorry, 4.5. And then I think Emotions was maybe 3.5. Um, so when I put this in the score, it came out as an average of four, but I bumped it up to a 4.25 because I, I, on the re-listens, I did enjoy it more. Yep. And so I feel like it is one that if I were to sort of leave it for a minute and then come back in a couple of months, I'd, everything had sort of settled more in my, my ears. Yes. And we'll see, we'll see what happens. It's, uh, yeah, it's infinity. <laughs> <laughs> So surprising. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> also, you've got to hear the Jermaine Dupree version of Honey. Like, that is okay. so much fun. It's got Debrat on it and JD. I did. I, this came up and I was like, oh, is there a video for it? But there's not. No. Like, there the are moment, so many I'm great only, remixes of Honey. <laughs> yeah. I'm only listening to the, the ones that have videos for the moment. Because we're discussing the videos at the same time. But, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, so fun. Well, you know what? This that was this was actually better than I expected, I think, because thankfully that second listen helped yeah. clarify some things in my head. So there was really only, uh, what, three songs that I wasn't like, wow, about. Yeah. But, you know, that's all right. That's three out of 12. That ain't bad. Yeah. Um, that should get, I, that, surely it needs an infinity then. Nah. Um, <laughs> No, because I only gave... Trying to sell an infinity. <laughs> the only song I gave a full infinity to was My All. Yeah. And I think I gave Whispers and Cusps to Whispers um, and cusps. Honey. Honey and... Gee, the beautiful ones really dragged it down for you, didn't uh, it? It did. And I thought it's exactly right. So <laughs> that actually, and yeah, whenever you call was, was the cusp of infinity. Let me take out beautiful ones from this calculator and see what it comes <laughs> up with. Yeah, that brings it to a 4.5. Yeah, there you go. Well, then you should give it 4.75, definitely. What if I'll give it a 4.75 and I just never listen to the beautiful ones ever again? No, you have to listen to it. It's amazing. I'm not going to do that. What if I just cut it out of the vinyl? <laughs> well, you just get to it as a scratch, so it immediately skips. <laughs> Such a good song. Maybe I can just listen to the, the Prince version. No, I'm just not going to listen to it. But I'm curious, like, what what's to come and what are the ones that you're not going to be gelling with? There's there's a few to come okay. that are disappointing. All right. 
<laughs> I'm warning. Oh, oh, it's going to be something I love, isn't it? It's going to be like it, it's like that. <laughs> yeah, know, I hate this song. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> it, are they? Uh, oh, yeah. I'm curious now because some of my favorite album tracks are like on me. I am Mariah Caution. I'm trying to think. I think they're the other two albums that I know quite well. Yeah, there's probably but one the or two in on between. There. Ones. And I'm wondering if they're the ones that I really like. They probably aren't. We're yeah. going to have a fight. Yay. Yay. So, coming up, we will have the final chapter. Our season finale. From Sing Sing. And I've put my book somewhere and I don't know what the chapter is. <laughs> it's, it's a visit a to the visit president. To the president. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll have the final chapter, a visit to the president. And then I think we'll have a little rainbow moment. Oh. And maybe a little number one. Some number ones. Probably not number twos. Just number ones. Oh, yeah. Let's not do any number twos. Yeah. For, you know, that's how we got ended up with Hero. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, yeah, uh, we'll have probably a little bonus number ones. It won't be super long, but we thought we'll touch on some of the, the extra songs on number ones as well as the videos. And you I know. think there might be a couple of extra videos sort of hanging out. Yeah, there's, that there's your Brenda K. Star bit of business. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got Sweetheart, mm-hmm. which is a JD Jamesh. song. Um, and When you believe. And we've got, oh, yeah, with Whitney. Um, cool, and, and Brian McKnight just popping in. Yes, although we talked about it, we kind of talked about it, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> already. Uh, all right, darling. Well, yes, next Mariah Monday, we shall be having an actual chapter. Yes. <laughs> all right, bye, Lamely. Bye. Me. Me.